remain standing and give that choir and that team of God bless you so awesome. Anybody believe that he is worthy of the glory today? Anybody know you're only here because of his goodness? Well, stand for the reading of God's word. If you're ready for the word, shout, bring it on. Listen, I'm warning you, I'm about to drop a bomb in this place today. I've got a word from heaven. Listen, if you're happy just for things to stay the way they are, if you're not believing God for a supernatural shift in this next season, for God to do some things you've never seen, then you might wanna get your phone out and get ready to check your Facebook. But if you are like me, and you believe that 2018 is going to be a season when you see God shift and move and transform some things in your life, then you're in the right place at the right time. Make a little noise if you're looking for God to do some things in 2018. I really don't believe I'm just coming to preach today. I'm going to prophesy to hungry people. So I want you to go to the book of Job, Job chapter 14. Job chapter 14. As we conclude 2017, I just feel in my spirit that there are many of you in this room that God has taken you into a season of orchestrated change that you're gonna see some things come into fruition that you've been praying for. That the abstract is about to make contact. Things that you have thought about, dreamed about, prayed about, believed for, it's going to manifest in the next year in your life. Can I get a witness? Can I say this? By the time if Jesus tarries, you get to, to, to December 2018, it's gonna look so different than December 2017 that it's gonna blow your mind. Somebody make a little noise if you receive it in Jesus' name. So we're gonna learn uh, from a patriarch, Job. If you know Bible, then you'll understand that Job is actually the oldest book in the Bible. But how many of you know the Word of God is always relevant? So we're gonna learn today from this ancient text, Job 14, 13. Oh, that you would hide me in the grave, says Job, that you would conceal me until your wrath is past that you would appoint me, check it out now, a set time and remember me. He said, just schedule me for my breakthrough and then remember me. Now, here he said, if a man dies, shall he live again? All the days of my hard service, here it goes, I will wait for words till my change comes I have a download for somebody today I'm gonna teach stepping out on change who's ready to step into a new season right now who's ready to see your children saved your family restored doors open all right you want to get in this anointing with me precious raise up both hands Lord thank you that your word will accomplish everything it's sent forth to do. You haven't brought people into this room by accident, 
but this is a supernatural setup. God, you are getting ready to bring transformation in 2018. Thank you that you're speaking to us in December about what's coming in January. Glory to God. We give you all the praise. Lord, we give you all the glory. Somebody give the Lord the ovation of the morning. Give him a shout if you love him. Before you sit down, push your neighbor and say, I'm ready for change. I'm ready for change. Job said, I will wait until my change comes. I'm preaching and teaching today along these lines, stepping out on change. Beloved, I have said this for years. I believe it with all my heart. There has got to be some changes and God's not changing. So the change that has to manifest has to manifest in us. It has to manifest in our situations. It has to manifest in our family. It has to manifest in our financial season. It has to manifest in our ministry. The change that God wants to make has to manifest in us because God has serious plans for you in the next season of your life. Hear me, brothers and sisters. When you, go, when you get through with change, understand this, you are through. The moment you get done with change, you are done. If we're going to do all God's called us to do, if we're going to be all God's called us to be, if we're going to accomplish all that God's called us to accomplish, if we're going to possess all that God's called us to possess, watch this, if we're going to achieve all that God has called us to achieve, then we're going to have to be a people who embrace change. I don't know about you, but I don't want to stay stuck in a season or a situation or a circumstance that God is calling me out of. Tell your neighbor, this is my season for change. Yes, yes, yes. Now, now understand this. What does it mean to be a person who embraces change? Well, we need to understand change if we're gonna understand how to embrace it. Number one, change is defined as this. It means to shift. Ugh. Who's ready for a shift in your life? Who's ready to see your children shift? Come on, anybody got some children or grandchildren? Who's ready to see a shift in their lives? Who's ready to see a shift in your finances? Come on, who's ready for a shift of, and you see open doors and things unfold before you that seem to have been locked down? It's a shift, it means to be altered. And then it means a revolution. And you must understand that as I'm preaching this message today, I'm not preaching it out of religious duty. I'm not here at the Legacy Conference because we connected this service to the conference. I'm not here this morning just standing up preaching out of religious duty or something that I agreed to do for this conference. But I am here this morning because I sense that there is a divine shift in the atmosphere. I sense that 2018, God is getting ready to shake things up Move some things you thought were going to be moved. Change some things you thought couldn't be changed. Turn some people around you thought that were destined to stay just as they are. Is there anybody in the room today ready to embrace a supernatural shift and divine change? Now, I'm going to teach on this for just a few minutes and then we're going to exercise great faith. But I want you to watch this. Let me deposit a few realities in your life. Number one, God will not allow you to escape the process of change. Check it out now. Even if it makes you uncomfortable. My, my, my. What did Job say? He said, oh, that you would hide me in the grave. 
that you would conceal me until your wrath is past, that you would appoint me a set time and remember me. See, see, here's what Job was saying. In essence, he's declaring here the fact that, that, that I want to see transition in my life. I want to see the things that I'm battling coming to an end. I want to see things change and shift. I just don't want to go through anything. I don't want to face anything. I don't want to have to fight a battle, but I want to win the war. I don't want to have to climb the mountain, but I want to finish on top. Where are y'all at? I don't want to have to go through the problem. I don't want to have to go through the process to get to the promise. But let me tell you something. Some of you need to get a hold of God's promise for your life. You remember the story of Joseph. I wrote a book on that. You can get it in the back. But remember about the pit? Do you remember when Joseph was promised the palace but God placed him in a pit he found himself in a pit what do you do when your vision says palace but your reality says pit can I talk to real people can I talk to saved people who've been in a pit can I talk to people who love Jesus but you've been in a pit what do you do in the pit push your neighbor and say the pit ain't it can I get a witness See, some of you have been decorating your pit. Some of you have been putting a lounge chair in your pit. Some of y'all got a big screen TV in your pit. But God told me to tell you today that whatever he said about you is going to come to pass and this is part of the process. I feel like preaching. Don't make me come down there. How many of you believe that the pit is just part of the process? God is working it out. Some of y'all been decorating your pit. You got a shag carpet up in there. You put a microwave in it like you're there to stay. You're hanging pictures. But the pit ain't it. It's the process. But do you know, oh, oh God, I need to stay with my notes, but I'm just trying to give you a, can I give you a little side, like a little biscuit on the side? This is not the main course. This is just a little biscuit. Tell your neighbor, eat a biscuit. Come on. I'm gonna just give you a little biscuit on the side. Do you know how Job got out of the pit? Do you know what finally caused Job to come out of the pit? Do you know who said, take Job and get him out of the pit? It wasn't Reuben, it wasn't Dan, it wasn't Bathsheba, it was Judah. Judah said, raise him up and take him out of the pit. Let me tell you something, you know what Judah means? Judah means praise. If you wanna get out of the pit, baby, you're gonna to have to dance your way out. You're gonna to have to shout your way out. You're gonna to have to praise the Lord where you are and say, God, the pit ain't it, it's the process. Push your neighbor and say, it's the process. Now make a little noise if you believe God's not through with you. See, see many people want the outcome without the go-through. They, they don't want the process. But see, understand me, Job wanted change. He just didn't want to participate in the process. He said, God just changed my situation. Hide me from it all. Don't let me have to face any dark days or lonely nights or intense season. And when you get done with it, I'll just wake up and step into victory. Ain't that just like your neighbor? Oh, come on, somebody. I said, isn't that just like your neighbor? Isn't that just like us? But hear me, I came to tell you today, God won't allow you to escape the process of change because you gotta understand me. 
Change will come with you or without you. Change is inevitable. Change is going to take place. So you can embrace change or you can endure change. But one thing you cannot do, you cannot stop change. And hear me precious, God is not gonna hide you in some little cocoon, but he will force you to face seasons of change. He will force you in the processes, processes that you would rather not go through because he wants you to walk in obedience to his will and embrace this time of change. Some of you in this room are in the midst of change. Some of you in this room right now, you've been thinking you're depressed. I must be depressed because I'm feeling uneasy. I must be depressed because I'm feeling unhappy. But the Lord said, you're, you're, not, you're not depressed. The Lord said, you're uncomfortable. Are you hearing what I'm saying? The Lord said, I'm making you uncomfortable. This is a divine thing that he's doing in your life because he can't get you to move as long as you're comfortable. So now he's allowing a season of discomfort because he's about to manifest what he promised in your family, in your life, and in your future in the name of Jesus. See, hear me in this house. God will take us through change even and especially if it makes us uncomfortable, stop saying I'm out of God's will and start saying I'm growing up. There are some in this room that God has taken you through some changes and truth, the truth is some folk want it, most folk need it, and many folk are in, unwilling to embrace it. But here's what I want you to know. God, God wants you to understand that while he's taking you through change, he's changing you. While he took Joseph through change, he was changing Joseph. While God took Joseph through that season of transition, he was changing Joseph. Because you see, if Joseph would have been the same little coat-wearing snot on the throne that he was at home, how many of you know he would have killed all his brothers? Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. But by the time he had been on the journey, by the time he had been at Potiphar's house, by the time he had been falsely accused, by the time he had been put into prison, by the time he had hung on to heaven with hell on his back, he knew that he had only gotten to where he was because God had orchestrated this thing in his life. So when he landed on the throne, there wasn't pride. There wasn't this reality. Now I'm going to rule. He was there in humility. The truth is God will take you through the process so that, so that when you walk in the blessing, your head won't swell and you won't walk around and strut and act like you did it. But you say, baby, I've come through the pit and I came through prison and I came through hell, but look what the Lord has done. Make a little noise if you hear what I'm saying. So while God takes you takes you through change, it is actually changing you. Change is not changing God, it's changing you. Tell your neighbor, change isn't changing God, it's changing you. Now what, what does change mean? Let's look at it. Change means a revolution. A revolution speaks of warfare. 
And some of you guys have been in warfare. Wave at me if I'm talking to you. You've been in warfare for your family. You've been in warfare for your next season. You've been in warfare for what you're trusting God to do. You feel like you've been in warfare. But let me tell you something. Your change is attached to this warfare. What you believe God to do in your life is attached to this warfare. And, and, and if God has promised you victories, honey, you will have it in the name of Jesus. If God has promised you victory over this warfare, it will manifest in the name of Jesus. I decree and declare that you have been made more than a conqueror. That if God has brought you into this time, a revolution is taking place. You're about to unseat the powers of the enemy in your family family in the dark places in life and you're going to see a revolution and the king of glory is going to rise up and bring victory everywhere he decreed it. But a revolution also implies this, revolve. A revolution means a turnaround and your turnaround is attached to change. Who am I talking to? Who needs a turnaround season? Who needs a turnaround in your finances? Who needs a turnaround in your career? Who needs a turnaround in your family? Who needs a turnaround on the inside? Are there things that the enemy has brought against you but you believe that God is getting ready to turn it around? How come on somebody? I said God is getting ready to turn it around. Tell your neighbor God's turning it around. Yeah, 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 he's taking me through this change because he's turning it around. I may not like it, but when I get through with it, I'm gonna see that things have turned around. My family is about to turn around. Can I prophesy? Somebody's son is about to turn around. Somebody's marriage is about to turn around. Somebody's battle is about to turn around. God is the God of the turnaround, but you gotta be willing to change. I need at least 1,000 or 1,500 people. Give the Lord a shout right now. Tell your neighbor, say neighbor, this is my turnaround. Yeah, 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 yeah. 2018 is looking different. This is my turnaround. Oh, glory be to God. Now, here's what I understand. Now that I'm 53 years old, 53, 53 years old. Did it sound like 33 to you? It is ludicrous, it is the epitome of ludicrousy to continue to do the same thing and expect a different outcome. Running with the same people. Oh, preach, Pastor Rayleigh. Oh, I'm gonna talk to y'all. Still making booty calls, where y'all at? Oh, somebody's honey just got so tight you just drew up. It's hard to bind the devil when you're sleeping with her every night. Come on, somebody. Oh, where y'all at now? Everybody was just shouting. You're trying to bind the devil. How many times are you gonna tell your son that's his uncle? That ain't his uncle, you know that's not his uncle. Preach, Pastor Ready. I feel like preaching, y'all might better turn the clock off today because I'm gonna preach today, I'm gonna tell you that. 
If you want to change, then your behavior has to change. If you want to see change, the things that you do have to change. If you want something different, you must be willing to do something different. Dear God, is there anybody here that would say, God, let me change whatever I got to change and let me have all that you have for me to have. So, so, so number one, understand today that, that God will take you through seasons of change, but the process is inescapable. You, you, if, you're going to, if you're going to get it, sometimes you've got to go through it to get to it. Yeah. Glory be to God. But secondly, number two, God is the architect of change. Oh, yes. No, 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 no. Yeah, yes, he is. No, Pastor Rately. God wants to leave me in my comfort zone. No, no, God is the architect of change because the, the comfort zone and the throne zone are two different places. Some of y'all have been living in a comfort zone, but God wants to take you to the throne zone, and so God is the architect of change. There are some people that have been attached to you for years, and now they won't even text you back. And you're all upset about it. They don't even, they, they're not even texting me back anymore. They won't even talk to me. What you see is a loss. It's actually the decluttering of your life that God is getting relationships away from you that will hold you hostage in a, mm, in a season that he's called you out of. I don't need to do this. Years ago, I said, man, listen, some of y'all have been so worried about who left you 10 years ago, who walked out on you 15 years ago. She left me. You know, Maggie walked out on me. Henry, he left me. Let me tell you something. Instead of everything and everybody you need for the next season is with you or they are on the way, God will allow change even in your relationships. I'm, I'm so off my page. See, I got the 10th spiritual gift. It is called the gift of goodbye. See you later, alligator, in a wild crocodile. But if you want to stay in the low place, you're going to stay without me. If you want to stay in compromise, I'm climbing to the next level. Make a little noise if you're ready for God to bring everything and everybody he wants in your life. Stop sweating who and what you've lost. God is not sweating it and neither should you. Huh. Now God is the architect of change. Daniel penned these words. He answered and said, blessed be the name of our God forever for wisdom and might of his. And he changes the times. Watch, he changes the times. Hmm. He changes the times. Is there anybody here ready for the times to change in your life? He changes the seasons removes kings and raises them up. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to those who have understanding. He reveals deep and secret things. And he knows what is the darkness and the light dwells in him. See, see, one thing about my God is this, he ain't boring. I said he's not a boring God. Understand me in this room. God will take you through changes because he knows that it's for your best. 
And God is the architect of those changes. And some of you in this room are being taken through these changes because there's something better for you on the other side. Who am I talking to? There, there's something better on the other side. Stop sweating that job you lost. There's a better job on the other side. Stop sweating this season that you've been in. If you are, are there any believers in the house? Make a little noise if you're a believer. Now watch this, make a lot of noise if you're a radical believer. Romans 8, 28 says, for all things work together for the good to those who love the Lord and who are called according to his purpose. The words work together are actually the Greek words that mean made to cooperate. God said, I am so big that I'll make everything you're going through, every high time, every low time, every betrayal, every issue, every problem, every victory, every defeat, I'll work it in the recipe of your life and I will make it all work together for your good. Push your neighbor and say, he's working it out. Give God a praise if you believe it in the room. God is the architect to change. Watch this. The truth is, God doesn't have a problem with change. We do. God doesn't stress out about change. We do. God is the God of change. Come on, he's all about change. God, God changes the times, the Bible says. He changes the season. He has changed rulers and leaders. He, he changes the unrighteous to righteous. Come on, he'll make a, a dope addict a deacon. I said he'll make a dope addict a deacon. He'll make a crack addict a Christ ambassador. He'll make a prostitute prophesy. He'll make a hoochie a holy roller. Can I get a witness in this house? He'll make a way out of no way. He's the God that can change anything. Give the Lord a shout if you believe it. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. I said glory be to God. The God I serve is a God of radical transformation. He's a God that can change anything and anybody at any time. Now, watch what the Bible says. The Bible says while the earth remains. Is the earth remaining? How many of y'all on planet earth? A few of y'all are on Pluto, but I'm asking the ones that are on planet earth today. While the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer, or if you're in Florida, summer and summer. <laughs> Ain't it the truth? And day and night, what's this? The Bible said it shall not cease. If you really understand that, it, it, it means in the Hebrew, nothing can stop it. Whew. 
Tell your neighbor, nothing can stop it. Nothing can stop it. There are some changes that are coming in 2018 in your life. I'm about to throw my shoe. There are some changes coming in 2018 and nothing can stop it. Listen, some of your children are gonna be saved and nothing can stop it. Some of you are gonna see a financial breakthrough and nothing can stop it. Some of you are gonna walk into a hell, robbing, sin, killing, cancer, rebuking, real deal, no holes barred, bind every devil anointing and can't nothing stop it. Somebody give God a shout if you claim it in December for 2018. Watch this, to stop change, you would have to stop God. To stop change, you'd have to stop God. And nothing can stop God. Who can block God? Who can slow God down? Who can hinder God's plan? Is there anybody in the room that's claiming 2018 will be my season? 2018 will be my time? 2018, God, it's gonna shift. Give God a shout in the room. So, so God is the architect of change. God will not leave you in a season that he is calling you to outgrow. Some of you, you are now a double X, but you've been living in a small season. Not that I am a double X. Maybe I am but God loves big things. Come on, somebody. Hmm. God will be the architect of change. Stop fighting what God is doing. Stop resisting what God is doing because when you come through it, you'll be better on the other side of it. Second Corinthians, Paul declared this in, in 3, I think it was 17. He said, now the Lord is that spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. But we all watch this with unveiled, unveiled face, beholding as a mirror the glory of the Lord and being transformed. Somebody say transformed transformed into the same image, into the same image from glory to glory just as by the Spirit of the Lord. Somebody say transformed. Man, I was looking at the word transformed or transformation, and we all understand what a form is. We're all here in a form, but you look at the word trans, and trans is a, is a prefix, and trans literally means this, to come across. It means to come across from one season to the next season. It also means to come through. So in this season of transformation, I'm coming across some things, and I'm coming through some things, but trans really means this, it means to get beyond, oh Jesus. Some of you are gonna get beyond what was done to you. You're gonna get beyond what went wrong. You're gonna get beyond that betrayal. You're gonna get beyond that bankruptcy. Come on, somebody. You're gonna get beyond that attack. You're gonna get beyond that addiction. Your children are gonna get beyond that sin. Your family is gonna get beyond that season. If you're ready for a beyond season, where you're beyond blessed, beyond broke through, beyond, beyond overcoming, give God a shout right now if you're ready. Change. Push your neighbor and say change. change. 
We behold his image. We are changed into his image. Now you look at the, the, the word change one more time. Change means to, to modify, to tweak, to work with. Push your neighbor and say to soup it up. Y'all know about them souped up cars? Oh, where are y'all at? You ever seen those guys that buy those cars, those junkers, and soup them up? They, they get them out of the junkyard, don't have wheels on them. They're no good to anybody, rusted out. They get them Impalas. You ever seen the guys that get those Impalas and, and they put the, the hydraulics on them and they're bumping all up and down like that? I can't ride like that. I need a smooth ride. I ain't as young as I used to be. Come on. If you're going to bump in your car, you bumping without me. Can I get a witness in the house? I, and then they put those hydraulics in the old trucks and these guys are having to step way up like that. I'm not doing that. I don't want to drive a car. I got to have a stepladder to get in it and a parachute to get out. Can I get a witness in the house? I'm not doing that. When you get in the car and say, I'm afraid of hikes, you, you put your car up too high. But have you ever seen somebody get something old and tweak it up? Soup it up? Come on. Yeah, you ever seen them modify it and change it? Some of y'all started out like a tricycle, but now you're a hot rod. Some of y'all started out, you was nothing but a junker, but God has invested time in you. He's modified you. Y'all ain't saying nothing. He changed your tires. He painted the outside. He modified the engine. He changed your carburetor. He replaced your transmission. Where are y'all at? He put in the turbo. Get pushing neighbor and say, you're sitting next to a hot rod. Yes, you are. If you knew where God had brought me from, if you knew what I used to be, you would understand that I serve a God who modifies my life. Get your neighbor by the hand and say, neighbor. Say, you just sit there if you want to, but I gotta give God praise for all he's changed in my life. Are you ready? One, two, three, give him praise. I said give him praise. I said give him praise. Maybe you ain't where you used to want to be, but you're not what you used to be. Give him praise. <sighs> Lord, have mercy. I said, Lord, have mercy. Some of y'all are getting tweaked right now. Even while I'm preaching, you're just getting tweaked. God's modifying you. You gotta go into 28 like a hot rod. Check this out. I'm getting ready to close. What does that mean? I don't mean nothing. I don't mean nothing. I don't mean nothing. Nothing. That really means that if you're Nathan Morris, I won't tell you. I'm just going to preach five minutes today. Just five minutes. Two hours later, you're still there and he's preaching. I'm almost through. He said he's going to use that. Just, just leave an offering. Come on. See. 
There are times when you got to step out on change. Number three. Here's what Job said. He said, I'm going to wait till my change comes. He said, God, I'm not, going to, I'm not going to rush the process. I'm not going to step out of your will. People say, just do something. Don't just do something. That's the craziest advice you'll ever hear. Just do something. You, yeah, you just do something. You get married, you marry a knucklehead. You're going to wish you just didn't do something. <laughs> just do something. The devil is a lie. Wait on God. I will wait. Watch this. Until my change comes. The, word, the words I will wait or will I wait, it means to stay, to tarry, to trust, and to expect. It's time for you to inspect what you expect. What are you expecting in this next season? Because the atmosphere of expectancy is the breeding ground for the miraculous. Some of you have been expecting the negative. You've been expecting, you've been articulating, you've been talking, you've been declaring, you've been speaking doubt, fear, and negativity. But God dropped me here to tell you to shift your conversation, change what you're expecting, and believe God for everything he promised you. But then, when it's time for change, you got to change. You got to step out and change. And what does stepping out and change looks like? It looks like stepping out in faith. Because you know what you know, but change is in the step out. Now, in 2006, the Lord showed me something. I was 18 years old. <clears throat> I'm kidding. I was 19, come on. In 2006, the Lord, he talked to me about stepping out on change and he gave me an illustration. See, the Bible says the fool, God has chosen the foolish things of the world to put to shame the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of the world to put to shame the things that are mighty. In other words, God does things in an unusual way. He'll say, Naaman, if you want to be healed from leprosy, go dip in a muddy river. I mean, the, the dude is upset. Why well, I got to go dip in that old nasty river? Come on, he was from southern Israel. Can I get a witness or where he was from? He wasn't from Israel, but what do I got to, what do I got to dip in that old nasty river? I think it was a beautiful thing because God was showing you that he can heal you even in a dirty place. God, you ought to praise the Lord. <laughs> let me spit in, let me spit on the ground. <laughs> and get, make some money. I'm going to heal your eyes. So tonight, Nathan, I'm going to have some dirt up here. And if somebody blind comes, I want you to go, <laughs> and then rub, no, they'll be, that blind person will be like, you better get me out of here. You better leave me out of this line. This man is crazy. Walk around a wall seven times. Shout. And then I'll knock it down for you. God chooses foolish things. 
confound the wise. So I wish the Lord <clears throat> moved in me. I wish I could just be normal. But I'm, I'm not normal. I have finally come to terms with the fact that I am not normal. I'm not normal. In all actuality, who would admit in the room that you are not normal? Wave it. Guess what? There is actually more of us than they are of them. We are actually the normal ones. The normal ones are not normal. Oh, glory be to God, what a revelation. So I said, Lord, I'd really rather not do this because I would rather be deep, theological, homiletical, exegetical. Come on, somebody. But the Lord said, would you do it in faith? So I went out and I got some change. And the Lord said, I want you to throw the change in the building. And the people that would move in faith and say, I'm going to step out on the change. He said, I'll see it. He said, it'll encourage them and it will reveal that their faith is in me. You say, well, pastor, I don't know about all that. I'm not comfortable with that. Well, are you comfortable staying where you are? Are you comfortable with, a, with just a mirror copy of what you've been going through? Or is there something inside of you that said, I am ready for a change? Lord, my change has got to come. Tell your neighbor, my change has got to come. I've got to see my children saved. I've got to see the season shift. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to walk around this building. Now, here's what we did, what happened in first service. People started taking the change and putting it in their pocket. <laughs> Come on. My children better don't do that. They'd be acting like their mama's side of the family. Can I get a witness? She said, you better watch it. Who needs some change in your life? Who seriously needs change? There's some of y'all saying, I can't go one more year like this year. I can't go one more season like this season. I don't want to do, I don't, I don't want to do, I don't want to do 2018 like I did 2014, 15, 16, and 17. I got to see that son change. I got to see that daughter change. I gotta see that situation change. I gotta see that financial problem change. So here's what I'm gonna do. I'm just wondering who will step out on change today. Who Just get out of your pew, get out of your aisle, get out of your seat. Will you step out on change? Don't pick it up now, step on it. Step on it. Who will step out on change? Come on, I'm gonna bring it by you. 
who'll step out on change, who'll say, God, I'm gonna see you change. My circumstances, I'm gonna see you change. My family, just step out on that change right now. Come on. Come on, step out on change. Here it is. Just walk on that change, folks. I know this is crazy. I know this is an act of faith. Glory to God. Glory to God, I'm throwing change that way. I hope it don't hurt nobody. But there it is. There's the change, just step on it. Just step out, maybe you don't get to the change. Maybe you're not stepping on any coins, but you're in faith right now and saying, God, I'm stepping out on change. I wanna see my family change. I wanna see my situations change. I wanna see my children change. Throw the rest of that out. If you're, if you're stepping out on change, just step right now and raise your hands. Cry out to God for change. Oh, change my children. Change my family. Change my situation. Change my circumstance. Somebody right now begin to claim change. Begin to claim change right now. Begin to claim change. Raise your hands and cry out to God. I want you to look at your neighbor right now and tell your neighbor, just say, neighbor, I've got to see some changes and I'm not going to miss my opportunity. This is my season. Come on, say 2018 is my year. 2018 is my year. One, two, three, give God a shout. No, we have thousands of people connected to this service. You ought to raise the roof. Give God a shout right now. Come on, shout over your family. Shout over your children. Shout over open doors. Shout over a new season. Give God a shout, 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 shout. Glory to God. I said glory to God. I see entire families coming in. I see sons and daughters and grandchildren coming in. Come on, I see financial things shifting supernaturally. I see right relationships. You're stepping out on change. You're saying, God, I'm believing that you are the architect of this change. Come on, step up your hands. I'm not going to fret over it. I'm not going to worry about it. But I'm going to trust you, Lord. I'm going to walk it out. I'm going to walk through it to get to it. Can I get a witness? God is, God, God is burning this word right now in your heart. Now I learned 
that my greatest seasons of change and transformation manifest in the presence of the Lord. And we sing a song around here called There's a Breaking in My Favor. There's a shifting in my direction. Look at your neighbor and, and get him by the hand and say, neighbor, hear the word of the Lord. There's a breaking in your favor. There's a shifting in your direction. And it's gonna manifest as you praise. Well, what if everything you're believing God for was on the other side of your praise? What if, come on, God shows up in praise. What if what you're trusting God for was locked up in your praise? Would you praise Him like right now? Would you praise Him? So sing over your next season right now. Sing it, son. Come on. There's a breaking. Oh, yes, there in my favor. In my There's a shifting, yeah, shifting in my direction. Can I get a witness in this room today? There's a
Father, we pray for divine healing in this young man from the top of his head to the soles of his feet. We declare there's a breaking in its favor, you hear me? We declare that this is a time of change. I bless him in the name of the Lord. I put my hand on him and I bless him in the name of the Lord. And I declare breakthrough for my friend. Somebody give the Lord a praise right now. Now, here's what I want you to do. If you believe that there's a breaking in your favor right now, one, two, three, give God a shout in the room. Give him a shout. Don't know. Reach over and touch that neighbor's shoulder. I don't know why, but you did it. That's what you'll be saying in a few months. I don't know how, but you did it. You're gonna say, I don't know how, but you did it. I think in June of next year, you're gonna say, I don't know how, but you did it. Come on, how about that? I think in December next year, you're gonna say, I don't know how, but you did it. dry up we've seen deaf ears open we've seen doctor documented verifiable supernatural miracles in these services if you believe that God is still a wonder worker and you believe he has a he has a fresh anointing for you tonight is going to be really I believe the apex of this service hold that neighbor's shoulder if you're visiting with us Stop back by and see me in the back. I'll be preaching to you here on Wednesday night. Very last thing. I didn't preach this message out of some sense of religious obligation. I preach this word because I believe it is God's breath into your life to tell you, get ready for change. Amen. I hope to see you tonight. We start at 6 o'clock. Pastor Josh is going to join, uh, pray for us. Hold that neighbor's shoulder. Again, if you're my guest, I'd love to shake your hand in the back. What a day. What a weekend. What a word. I believe that anytime God begins to instigate change, he needs a renewed mind and a faith that has shifted. I was in the airport 
traveling the other week and I noticed a man frustrated with a vending machine. He said he had put something in but hadn't got his change. What he didn't see was on the other side of the machine was a sign that said out of order. Because you never get change when you put things in to things that are out of order. I believe that between this moment and tonight, God has let this word come into your life so that you can take your mind out of things that were out of order and put them back in, into things that are in order of the kingdom of God. And by the time God gets done tonight, not only will you see change, you will experience the change God has for you. Are you ready to see change? Six o'clock tonight, you don't need a red wristband to get in. Come, bring somebody that needs a healing touch. I believe you're going to see everything God promised you. God is going to move in your life with your hand on your neighbor's shoulder. Let me pray for you. God, right now I pray, renew our minds. Shift our faith. Let us begin to believe again for everything you've promised us. And God, as we put our faith in you, Lord, we're now going to position ourselves to receive our change. And when it's all said and done, sir, we'll give you all the glory and all the praise and all the honor because you're worthy of it all and we give you glory for it now. Father, Lord, we'll praise you on credit. We'll go ahead and praise you now. You can do it tonight because you're already worthy of all the glory. In Jesus' name, if you believe change is coming tonight, somebody give him praise. God bless you. Hug three, four, or five people on your way out. And we'll see you tonight at 6 o'clock. God bless you.